Hi, I'm Max. I'm Joe, and I'm Zan, and we're the Three Whining Witches. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and follow, and give us a five star rating. Also, please share this podcast to those who you think might enjoy our content. The first one of the night, we have Thousand Lives Sweet Sparkling Wine, and with this wine, I'd like to give a shout out to Samantha from Total Wine and Corpus Christi. Welcome back, Max. I know. Hi, witches. Long time no see. Missing two weeks. I know. Gone for two weeks. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Great. Yes, ma'am. How were my replacements? Uh, They were okay. Had a little bit too much uh, testosterone. (laughs) (laughs) Too much Y chromosome. (laughs) And and, and one of them in particular did not drink his share of the wine. So Zen and I got a little blitzed. Yeah. Without me. I was going to say it's silly, but, you know, whatever. Truth hurts. We're hitting the weekend, so any plans for the weekend? I'll be heading out of town just to go out. I haven't been out of the house for about two weeks. Thank <laughs> you. And that's it. Zen? I, I will also be at home doing nothing, as much nothing as I can. Well, I recently, I had a foot issue. <laughs> so I've been laid up for the last week. Not not the same as Maggie, but in a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty painful. I stomped on her foot. So no, it got like didn't. double the size <laughs> and um, she was an yeah. invalid for about a week and a half, I would say. I don't know, something like that. It was to the point I couldn't walk, so yeah. it hurt. And then I'm, I, don't, I am taking a longer weekend so I can hang out with my kids. They actually start school at the end of July. So since we haven't really done too much over the summer, we thought we'd just like hang out, maybe go to the beach again. Maybe third time's the charm and I'll actually get a tan. The plumber's tan. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) not that one. (laughs) So last time we ended up and it was the night before Pharaoh's final trial. And she was imagining music or whatever. And she was like off in another world. It was kind of nice. She was feeling comforted by this music that she was hearing. Right? right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to be with chapter 42. The night before her last trial, there is a party under the mountain. And Feyre is awaiting Reese to come for her and to order her to drink the wine. Mm. He's taking longer than usual. And she sees that there is a fairy sitting on his lap. She gets lost in her mind thinking of her task tomorrow and the fact that neither Tam nor Lucian would be talking to her in public, so she didn't notice that someone was standing beside her, not until she felt the heat of his body. She smells him. (laughs) And he smells like what? Rain and earth. Ooh. An Irish spring. Oh, God. (laughs) My favorite. That's the only kind of soap they use under the mountain. (laughs) 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 The females smell like that, too. No. (laughs) It would be dial. You know it. (laughs) Dial's like so drying, isn't it? Mm Caress. No. Oil of olay. No, not caress. (laughs) I love me some caress. Me, too. Like, I am always doing caress. Using caress. (laughs) (laughs) Caressing. (laughs) She sees it's Tamlin and he brushes his fingers to hers, which is like the only contact that she's had for like months, right? She keeps still and he walks off, glancing over his shoulder and then he inclines his head like this. (laughs) (laughs) So after all that's happened under the mountain, what do you think about Tammy's come hither sign? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, I would be like oh, hopeful upon my first read. I was like, oh, is it going to like help her escape or something? Oh, which it seems kind of impossible, though. Right. Well, yeah. 
When I first read it, I was like, really? Yeah. I, I wanted <laughs> I wanted to be like, really? Now you're going to talk to me? Yeah. It's like I'm the night before I'm going to die <laughs> and you have time for me now. Exactly. Yeah. So Feyre heads in the same direction following a different path and it goes to behind a door. When she finally goes past it, Tam's body slams into hers and their lips meet. They get hot and heavy and as Feyre is about to start undressing Tam Tam for a quickie, Ew. <laughs> they are interrupted by Rhysand saying, shameful. Look at what you've done to my pet, referring to Farah. He taunts them with the possibilities of Amarantha's wrath. She could possibly focus on Lucian again, taking his other eye for another <laughs> ring. So at this point, do you think that Lucian should break up from this bromance? Oh, heck yeah. He's Run the whipping away. boy, right? The Run whipping away. boy. Well, he's like the worst, like he's, Tam is like the worst friend ever, right? True that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He lets his crazy girlfriend, <laughs> I know she's not his girlfriend, but like take bits and pieces of him without saying anything. What do you mean? Lucian, like took his eyeball. Oh, I know. He, oh, he, I was like, what? I was like, Feyre didn't do anything. <laughs> I know, I was thinking about Feyre too. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad because it's almost like maybe he, he just doesn't do friends very well at all. Tamlin? Yeah. Yeah. Like Lucian's it. Yeah, he's better off alone. At least like if if you have like a group of friends, at least you could tell him, hey, like you were so mean to so-and-so, like maybe you should have been nicer or whatever. Rhysand tells Tamlin to buckle up and get out of there. And to Farah's horror, he does as he's told. He manages to tell Farah he loves her before he returns to the hall. Meanwhile, back in the other room... Rhysand tells Farrah she should have gone to him for release. After she calls him a pig, Rhysand seems to get pissed, asking if she is truly that stupid. Uh, what would Amarantha have done if she caught the two of them there? How could she think that no one would notice her missing from the party? He tells her that they are both fools. Do you think Reese is more upset because he's rooting for Farrah to win or out of jealousy? I think it's a bit of both. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both, too. Yeah. Because yeah. if she's not able, if Amarantha would have caught her and, like, killed her, she wouldn't be able to participate in the third trial and free everybody, yeah. right? Yeah, I think it's so putting his his life and the lives of everybody that's under the mountain at risk and... For a quickie, right? <laughs> for Yeah, and there's also the jealousy part. Yeah, the jealousy part, yeah. There's got to be some touch of jealousy there. I mean, why why else would he put a, put that paint all over her? So, Feyre asks why he cares, and holy smokes, this really pisses off Rhysand, to the point where he shifts into his membranous self. But before he could carry on berating her, he quickly shifts back and kisses Spira fiercely. Just after this, Amarantha barges in with Tamlin beside her, shock in his eyes at the sight of them smooching. This makes Amarantha laugh, and there is a crowd of high fae behind her also laughing. <laughs> Amarantha says she knew it was just a matter of time because all humans are the same and leaves with Tamlin. Reese grabs Spira and they follow into the throne room. As they enter, Rhysan commands Spira to return to her cell because he is tired of her for tonight. Hours later, Rhysand goes to Feyre's cell, and this makes Feyre think of their shared kiss. Feyre asks what he wants, and he tells her a moment of peace and quiet, away from Amarantha and serving her in the bedroom. He tells Feyre to imagine the hate she would have for him if he were to ask her to do the same. He is the High Lord of the Night Court, not her harlot. When reading this, did you think this was one of his games, or he was finally coming clean? I think he was actually being genuine, coming out clean. But when you initially 
Would yeah. You, did you think so? Okay. No, I did. I had, when I initially read it, he did sound exhausted. Mm-hmm. It's like, but there was little risk there in telling her much because either she would die, right? <laughs> and it, any kind of complaints that he made would just die with her. I mean, honestly, the best case scenario is that they survived. So what if she tells everybody, oh, he came in here and confessed that he was tired of yeah. of being sexually assaulted by this woman, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to, like, he's he's tired. Mm-hmm. When Feyre asks why he's telling her, Rizan says that he's lonely and tired, and she's the only person he can talk to without putting himself at risk. He reminds her that it's all up to her tomorrow. One wrong move, and Amaranth will rule forever. No pressure. Yeah, yeah. You're, you can do it. You're only 19. You got it. He reveals that Amarantha has their powers, but she cannot use them as she pleases. But she can control the Fey with them. That is why he's unable to shatter her mind. Once the curse is broken, Tam will shred her to ribbons. He asks Feyre why... <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about where would I be able to get these ribbons? <laughs> <laughs> he asks why Feyre thinks he's doing this, and she says because he is a monster. He laughs and reveals that this is his plan all along, to work Tam into a fury by the tattoo and by parading Feyre around as his pet. Once the curse is broken... Tamlin will kill Amarantha before focusing on Reese. He tells her the reason he didn't touch her beyond her waist and arms was because it was his only claim to innocence, to prove to Tamlin he's on his side. There are bigger things at stake than taking a human woman to bed. And of course, Fear says, like what? Because she's so offended. (laughs) (laughs) He tells her his territory, his people who've been enslaved to this tyrant, Fair asks why Amarantha targeted him, and he reveals that his father killed Tam's father and brothers. She wanted to punish the son of her friend's murderer. So here we are with the fate of our immortal world in the hands of an illiterate human. He actually says this. Isn't that sad? Ouch. Yeah. So Fair is now realizing that Reese has been keeping her alive, even before Under the Mountain. In the throne room last night, before Amarantha almost caught her in Tam's embrace, on fire night, when he gave Amarantha the wrong name, even through these trials. She says when he healed her arm, he could have demanded every week, and she would have agreed. And he tells her, I know, and vanishes. The second bottle of the day is Hill Country Cider House Peach Perfect. It is actually a cider, which is nice. Tasty. Fizzy. That takes us to chapter 43. Okay. So for the next task, Feyre is led to the throne room in the tattered, stinky clothes she arrived in. Which, that, like, I wonder why they even did that. Anyway. um, This time, no one cheered or made bets, but just stared. Some of them gave her a farewell gesture meant for the honored dead. What... What do you think that they would gesture waving? <laughs> you know, I think of like that gesture on um, what is it, the Hunger Games? Something that yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but it's something like that. <laughs> what is this? What are these gestures? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I was just thought that was like, it was or like, maybe Peace. it was a uh, what do they call the gest- gesture that they had? It was a the obscene gesture. Obscene gesture. Maybe it was like obscene gesture. <laughs> Some of them give her a farewell gesture meant for the honored dead. She stands before Amarantha with Tamlin once again beside her. Amarantha taunts her but doesn't get the laughter she used to from the fairies around. 
They remain silent, even Lucian's brothers, which is remarkable. When Amarantha asks if she has any last words, Feyre looks to Tam and tells him she loves him. He makes no reaction. Amarantha asked if she ever figured out the riddle. And Feyre tells her to get it over with. The door swings open and three figures with brown sacks tied to their heads are dragged in. You know, two male, one female. Then they kneel them uh, on the dais facing Feyre. And three servants carry ash daggers in and stand beside them. Like, oh, it's not enough that you... Um... I have a question. Yes. What, what's a dais? A dais is like a like a stage, like a stage, a stage? where the throne is uh, at. Yeah, yeah. like so they can that. be looking down on their peasants. It's a riser. <laughs> oh, the <okay>. risers. <laughs> I was like wondering what that was. In middle school. I mean, yeah, okay. yeah. It's just I've never like, heard of that word before. That's why I was like, oh. uh, same, but yeah. you know, Doctor Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to get real familiar with that because they use that in almost all the fantasy books uh-huh. it seems like yeah i did hear it another time in a different book and i'm like i looked that up i know what that is now well there's another <laughs> word that i didn't know what it was and recently i looked it up i went sheath is it a sheath oh that's because you don't have Something? a hunter in your life okay a sheath is what you, you put the, the, the either the dagger or your the whole sword, time I was yeah. like, what the? I mean, I put things together in my head once okay. I you listen to it. But I was like, one time in this book when they used the word sheath <laughs> yeah, was that's... the night that Tamlin sheathed himself yes. with Feyre. Yes, so. that sounded so funny. I thought it was something else until they started describing it. I was like, what the? So hell? a noun and a verb. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah we know. <laughs> okay. I lost my See, ass. this is an educational book. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she has, basically, she's given a knife, uh, an ash knife for each one, which I guess they're just like plentiful, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they just had one made for each person. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're going to send them home to their family. after. (laughs) I don't know. Her final task is to stab each one in the heart. She tells Feyre that they are innocent, but why would it matter? Because, you know, she killed Andrus in cold blood. Feyre thinks of how this cold-blooded murder would kill her soul, but she would be doing it all for Prithian for the human realm. These deaths would not be wasted. Feyre steps up to the first fairy, but Amarantha commands that the guard snatch the hood off of the face first. It was a handsome high fae youth who begged to please, reappeared near the throne, not saying anything, but her hand tingled, telling her to do it. Spider senses. Spidey right. senses. <laughs> it's a gentle urging, okay? <laughs> Stabby stab. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> He's just like, all right. He's like encouraging her with a little bit of, you know, going to give her this little mint feeling on your fingertips. <laughs> and the only way you can get it off is by stabbing that fairy. Oh. <laughs> So with a ragged sob, Feyre plunges the dagger into his heart and she pulls it out and the fairy sags to the floor. Someone in the crowd lets out a wail. Feyre moves to face the female fairy and the guards remove her hood. She starts reciting a prayer, Cauldron save me, mother hold me. Feyre starts to cry and apologizes. The fairy nods at Feyre, knowing what is to follow. Feyre lifts the dagger and plunges it into the female's heart and the fairy slumps to the floor. Amarantha is just there smiling. So next question is, what is worse, someone begging you not to kill them or someone who is already resigned to the fact that they're going to die you know, for what you're going to do to them? 
Uh, I would say the one begging you. In this case, they said he was a youth, so he was younger. Yeah. You know, he hadn't he hadn't lived the amount of time he he was wanting to, I guess. Mm-hmm. And and the one who is resigned, I feel like maybe she's had a somewhat complete life, so she's like, I know this is gonna happen. I know this is probably to better the rest of the Prithian Bay, and so yeah. The same. Yeah. I think someone begging is worse. You just empathize more with that. It gets you. I mean, both situations are hard, but... I kind of wonder, like, like, what is his young, though? Is his um, young 100 years? <laughs> so, 250. I just have to bring it up, you know, because, like, he's... Yes, he's young, but, like, oh, like I, I have lived uh, 100 years, though. You know? Is that, like, 20 and fairy years? Right? Human 100 is, like, a fairy 20 years old, I guess. I don't know. 500 just, is 40. It's a fair point, Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm just trying to compute that in my head and I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, like, Resand is 500 years old and looks like, what, how old? I don't think they ever really say how old. It's just, I, okay. I don't know. How old who is? Resand. Resand. Oh, I don't think they ever mentioned yeah. that. Like, what he looks like as, like, how old he looks like. I would say he's about Tamlin's age, though, because they grew up, not grew up together, but. Yeah, they're like both like that, right? 500. Weren't they friends both. when they were younger? Or something? Or no? I'm thinking about something I else. thought they were. Something like that. Maybe. Yeah. They're about the same age. I think that's revealed later, right? Yes. I think it was discussed. I'm Spoiler. not sure. <laughs> anyway. I'm just rewriting this story. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I'm not talking about how old they actually are. I'm talking about how old do they look at that age. Like, so, oh. like, because if you think about it, let me just tar- bring this up right now. Throughout the whole series, you're reminded that the Fae are really handsome and right. very beautiful. So mm-hmm. even though they're a bunch of jerks, a bunch of bad guys. They're all hunks. They're all <laughs> kind of attractive you know (laughs) but and then they also wonder like okay so yes lucian's dad is a dick right that being said is he an attractive dick for sure (laughs) and does he look like he's the same age as lucian also okay so i was just thinking about that and so i was quite sad because i couldn't figure out how to bring twilight into this episode (laughs) but i found a way guys do you think that the Fae all stop aging at different ages? Like, did, like, you're asking, what does he look like? Does Resan look 25 and Tamlin look 32 or something? Yeah. But, you know, in Twilight, they don't age, but they've all stopped at different ages. So, oh, yeah. like, uh, it was when they were turned, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, Edward is 17, but her, his daddy, you know, What's his name? Carlisle. Carlisle. There you go. He's like clearly in his 30s. That's his alternate name, Daddy. 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 (laughs) What's up, Daddy? Actually, that's Charlie's. Oh, yeah. That's true. But Charlie is still aging. (laughs) (laughs) Not not your Charlie. I knew you were going to say (laughs) something. I was waiting for it. So in front of the third fairy, Feyre is given the dagger and the guard removes the hood to reveal Tamlin uh, looking up at her. Stunned, Farah looks to the throne beside Amarantha. Tam is still seated there, but Amarantha snaps her fingers and it transforms into the adder. That adder was looking hot <laughs> for like a, a second. A hot man. It, it felt so good about itself. <laughs> she loves me. She looked at me and she said she loved me. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh my gosh, I feel so attractive, but I'm blonde. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to say that. Feyre tells her that this is not fair. And Amarantha torments Feyre about all the years she and Tam were supposed to spend together. 
Vera is remembering at this time then that Alice has told her or had told her no humans left under the mountain alive. But Alice had said something else. A final part of the curse that would aid her. She had to listen to what she heard. Vera goes through all of her memories of her time at the spring court. She goes into her mind palace. Uh, she goes through each conversation. Amarantha would never kill what she desired most. Conversation after conversation goes through her mind until she freezes when she remembers Lucian's words. For someone with a heart of stone, yours is certainly soft these days. And then the adder, though you have a heart of stone, Tamlin, you certainly keep a host of fear inside it. Amarantha knew she couldn't kill Tamlin. So, of the three of us, who would have failed at this? <laughs> who would have, like, not stabbed Tamlin? Because they didn't remember the conversations, right? Yeah. Me. That's for sure. I would I would have, well, I wouldn't have stabbed Tamlin, probably. I would have been, like, a dumb fool and died right there and then. Uh-huh. Because my ADHD would not have remembered or mm. recalled that You much. know, I, I have a very good memory. I'd say I do have my moments where I forget entire words and, like, can't finish a sentence but when it comes time to remember details i do i will tell you i know somebody definitely who wouldn't fail at this and it's my husband arnold (laughs) because i could have told him something three different times and the fourth time i tell him he looks at me like this is the first time i've been telling him this Uh, and this happens a lot (laughs) (laughs) called out on live So the, the entire room is silent. He must see the revelation on her face because his breathing became quicker and he lifts his chin. She picks up the dagger and sees a faint smile upon Tamlin's face. It's like the strangest. Um, He's like, it's like foreplay for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, my, I could not think of the word foreplay. <laughs> That's really sad. That's probably because. And I took my meds before this. <laughs> I'll tell you about that later. Okay, Farah now believes in fate. It made sure she was there to overhear conversations. It sent Tamlin to her. It had kept her alive. She tells him, I love you, and stabs him. Which, it still has to burn, right? (laughs) It still hurts. Yeah. It probably feels like a mosquito bite. It's like, <laughs> what is it? When you uh, stub your toe in the corner of a Oof. couch? No, okay. I, I am surprised that my toe is still attached because I have stabbed, I mean, stabbed it. <laughs> I have that's stabbed it. <laughs> that I have stabbed it like several times. That hurts. It's so funny how she was like, Farrah now believes in fate when they were just tricking her the entire time. <laughs> what kind of sound do you think that the stabbing made? <laughs> She like hit the heart. Like an apple. Oh, my God. That's so funny because I was thinking of a fruit also. But like, okay, so do you know when you peel an orange and then you rip it apart? It's oh, all yeah. It's all yeah. crunchy. Yeah. That's what it sounds like in my opinion. Like watermelon when you cut into it. Oh, yeah. So we're all about the fruit. It's It, it sounds like a fruit. Yeah. Okay. So chapter 44. When Favor removed the blade from Tamlin's heart, the tip had been nicked just the tip turned <laughs> inward and <laughs> turned inward on itself we're all like eight years old oh, yes, yes. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. so tamlin is panting and clutching his chest uh, but already starting to heal and reese is at the foot of the dais grinning 
So what kind of grin do you picture? Do you remember the dad from The Shining when he's at the door? Are you talking about Jack Nicholson? Yes. I was going to say Jack Nicholson, but I wasn't going to say like straight up The Shining. But yeah. (laughs) Or the guy from um, Home Alone, the bellhop or whatever he is. Oh, Tim Curry. He has the Grinch smile. Yeah. 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 I can see that. (laughs) Zan's like, no, I wasn't thinking that at all. No. But it was along the same vein. The Joker. um, Yeah. I don't know. Like the cartoon Joker is real creepy, right? Yeah. No, it's a it's a guy that's like impressed with Feyre, you know. So are there teeth? <laughs> no, no. So no it's teeth. just like a <laughs> no teeth because he's trying to be real quiet about his his impressed like a constipated look. Like no, ooh. Okay, I hope it's that you're not grinning when you're constipated, <laughs> or you're not attracted to people when they're constipated. <laughs> She's like, I like that constipation face. I don't know why, but for some reason, Maggie's just so more into me when I eat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I stay away from her. <laughs> Stanky farts. Oh, I know. Okay, so the mask didn't fall off Tam, and he's healing too slowly. Someone in the crowd yells that favor one, and Amarantha needs to free them. Amarantha reveals that she did indeed fool Feyre. Instantaneous freedom only came if the riddle were solved. She will release them whenever she sees fit. Maybe when Feyre is dead. Amarantha climbs down from the dais and tells Feyre she's going to kill her. So maybe like in a little while they'll get free. (laughs) Something more violent than lightning strikes her and she falls to the floor. Amarantha continues to attack Feyre. She is lifted up and then slammed onto the hard floor. (laughs) Her bones shattering. Oh, God. Amarantha wants Feyre to admit she doesn't really love Tam. Do this and she will spare her. Feyre stays silent and the torture continues. Feyre hears Rhysand scream her name. Amarantha cracks her ribs and he calls her name out again. When Feyre would black out, Amarantha would bring her back to make sure she felt all the pain. Isn't that terrible? It like, does. You know what I imagined when they said that? The grudge whenever she like freaking turns over and all her bones are... Oh, oh gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, you know, that you know what's gonna happen is uh estella's gonna come crawling down the hallway and that's what i'm gonna think of because that girl doesn't crawl anymore but she does bear crawls and oh that's freaking creepy that's have you funny. seen a kid doing bear crawls no <laughs> it's creepy and she's got that long long hair that goes into her face oh that yeah. is the grudge right nah. there <laughs> this part of the book is really in, like intense yeah it is mm. You know, and I kind of had a, I kind of liked him, Amarantha, for a little bit, just because you know I'm a little evil. Uh, but then <laughs> all this happened, and you know, I, we should I, trade crowns. I understood like the eyeball. Oh my what? god, I understood Jeez, the eyeball. Yeah. Oh hey, god. hey, if somebody were to do that to my sister, I'd be like, give me your freaking eyeball oh, now. Maybe pop in. Maybe okay. if we lived in Prithian, I could see yeah. that. Okay, I would wear an eyeball for you, Joe. Thank you. Arnold, watch out. <laughs> the crowd starts murmuring, demanding Tam be released. I like how they're like, Tam will get released. Favor's going to die. <laughs> Calling her a cheat and a liar, she sees Rhysand crouching by Tam. Amarantha is stomping on Farah, and Rhysand moves to attack with the ash dagger removed from Tam's heart. But Amarantha blasted him with a wall of white light. He tries once again to lunge at her, but is slammed into an invisible wall that Amaranda had raised around herself. 
She feels pain flickering as Amarantha is facing Reese. She calls him a traitor and begins pushing back his talons one by one, leaving blood where they were. Her magic hits him so hard, his, his head cracks against the floor and he drops the knife he took from Tamlin's side. Oh. No one comes to his aid and he is hit over and over with her magic. So what kind of child do you think Amarantha was? A very sadistic one. Like those children with no emotions that go kill birds or animals or whatever. Like Wednesday Adams, <laughs> <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. Was it, what's that movie with uh, Macaulay Culkin? Oh, The Good Son? He's adopted. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. The Good Son. Son. Yeah. yeah. I that never was... saw it, but I never wanted to see Macaulay Culkin in that light, so never saw it. Amarantha. And it was Elijah Wood, right? The oh, brother. Yes. He's such a cutie, cutie pie. pie. Yeah. Amarantha is that child of divorce oh. that um, pits their parents against each other. And gets <laughs> like two birthdays, two Christmases, <laughs> right? Everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally Amarantha. And your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, my thoughts? I have no thoughts. Oh, I thought you were going to say like the Mean Girls or something. <laughs> uh, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? She, she reminds me of this girl I went to middle school with. Oh, that was my next question. Okay. Did you know any potential Amaranthas growing up? Absolutely. This lady. Okay, this lady. She wasn't a lady. She was like 15. But she would like tell me random stuff like, oh, did you hear that so-and-so and so-and-so are hooking up? And they're like, they, they didn't say hooking up back then. I mean, let's be real. They would be like, oh, they're totally doing it. And I would say for real. And she would be like, no. Oh, dang she, she, wanted, just, she was trying to get a rise out of you or something she would just make stuff up and she would just look at me like like she was studying me you know like i was a science project she that's was, weird she's borderline like sociopath so basically amarantha yeah okay. i don't think and I her name was like you know the spanish name of her angel <laughs> i don't think i've ever run across that issue i know in kindergarten this little girl kept on pulling my hair and trying to cut it rude but that's about it I, I think I knew a potential one. Uh, her name is actually, or was the same name as our fourth witch. Uh, totally different last name. But anyway, she was mean. And she would be mean to her friends too. Uh, and like, they were still her friends. They still wanted to be her friends. And she was very jealous of the smartest girl in class. And oh my God, surprise, it actually wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> the shock of it I all. know. And I didn't really like that girl either, but I was going to voice it. <laughs> Wait, what was that word earlier? Chocante. Chocante. No, no, no. That's what it was. Anyway, uh, so she was actually friends with her, right? But I think this was like frenemies without even like it. Before frenemies was frenemies. And so she was jealous of the smartest girl in class. So every time the smartest girl in class would like answer, you would see her in the background making faces like, oh. (laughs) And I was like, seriously, she's your friend. That's weird. Anyway, that's messed up. And they ended up yelling at each other, having a full on like bite, and they were both crying. And I was like, oh. we're, "We went that fifth grade." I was like, "Chill." Oh, uh, they not got that serious. That is so weird. Yeah, they got all their energy out. They were like, oh, "But the girl who was like, we healed something today." Like the victim, she was the nicest, so I couldn't understand. Oh. Anyway, so Feyre feels the bond between them go taut, and she can see herself through Reese's eyes. She begs Amarantha to stop, and Amarantha again turns her rage to Feyre, who seems to have a moment where her life is flashing before her eyes. Amarantha wants Feyre to admit she doesn't love Tamlin, but she refuses. Isn't that weird? Yeah. 
Like, admit. you don't love him. Just <laughs> say it. Just say it. Okay. All crazy. Yeah, that's why what? That's kind of how it sounded. Like, why? I don't know. Yeah. Because I guess she thinks that if Favor finally sees it, the Tam will be like, oh, she didn't love me. Hey, Amarantha, oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> totally believable under, mm-hmm. under duress. Mm-hmm. I absolutely believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she sees Tamlin watching her die, unable to help due to his slow healing wound. Tam starts to beg Amarantha for Favor's life. He apologizes for what he said about her sister. Also, what do you, what do you guys think he said about his her sister? <laughs> Which one? Clithia. Oh, I wasn't here. I thought we were talking. I'm sorry. You were here when we talked about Clithia because we were talking about time. the STDs. I was like two, uh, FTDs. Cl- yes. Chlamydia. <laughs> Clithia. Mm-hmm. No. What do I'm sorry what I said about he your probably, sister. He probably was like, <laughs> hey, she got tore apart in pieces, right? Where's her poontang? Oh, <laughs> no. She was torn to ribbons. Where are they? <laughs> I want to make a kidding. scarf. <laughs> no. Oh, nasty. That's so gross. A pair of boots. <laughs> sorry. How do you think that Ooh, would feel? Those, those knee-high boots you wanted. <laughs> the lampshade. Ooh. Ooh, oh. like Ed Geese. Yes, I, was, I knew you would know. You were like such the a fan of it. <laughs> She's the, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Me like it. Me like it. Okay, so, but this doesn't stop Amarantha as she continues to torture Feyre. Feyre realizes Amarantha never meant her to live. These three months had been a slow, horrible death. As blood fills her mouth, she looked one last time at her love and utters out the answer to Amarantha's riddle. Love. And then her spine cracked. I used to pop my back like that all the time. You know, I'd still try and I can't. So I have to have Arnold (laughs) do it. And he does it. It it, it hurts, but it feels good at the same time, you know. (laughs) I see those um, people on um, TikTok, you know, on TikTok. And they're like getting their backs cracked and stuff. And they're like, or they're getting like adjusted and stuff. Or like when they pull their leg, right? Like, yeah. does it not come out of the socket? Because it's like, Well, they're like also oh. like their necks and stuff. And I'm terrified. I'm terrified that oh, they'll break something. Or there's like a, I'm sure there are like chiropractor horror stories. Oh, yeah. Even though they're kind of like the noise is satisfying a little bit. The third wine of the night is Texas Southwind Purple Rose. And that was actually a recommendation for my coworker, Melinda. That was the exact flavor. We've tried this before, but a different flavor. Yeah, it's a sweet red, sweet red table wine. Chapter 45. Okay. okay, so Feyre is observing all of the chaos, but not through her own eyes. She can see herself broken and with her head snapping to a wrong angle. She sees Lucian in the crowd take off his mask. Her host then looks at Tam who looked at her dead body, Amarantha backs away and only whispers, please, before she is blasted and Tamlin the beast roars and launches at her. Tam grips her by the neck and smashes her against the stone. Her resistance was no match for the power of Tam's beastly form. The queen's minions tried to rush to her side, but several high fae and lesser fae dropped their masks and tackled them. Lucian calls out Tam's name and throws a sword in his direction. And Tam rams it into Amarantha's head, lodging it into the stone. He then viciously rips out her throat. She realizes whose eyes she has been seeing all of this through. 
when she could look down at her own body. She was looking at her at everything through resand. So, if you could have seen all of this transpire through anyone's eyes, whose eyes would you choose to look at all of this from? For sure, Tamlin. Because I want to see that bitch get her throat ripped out. Oh. I was going to say Lucian. I I'll was be safe in the crowd. <laughs> I was going to say Lucian. Oh, come on, guys. You know, I go watch them all. Because you know it would have been in 4K, right? <laughs> His eyeball. It's a technological like achievement, right? So Tam picks up Feyre, holding up her corpse to his chest. Lucian and many other Fae and High Fae watch the scene with damp eyes. The High Lord of the Autumn Court approached Tam and extended a clenched hand to him. The High Lord opens his fingers and tips them so that the fairy dust falls onto Feyre. Then the High Lords of the Summer and Winter Court approach, giving some of their magic to Feyre. They are followed by the High Lords of the Dawn and Day Court. Finally, Rissan goes to give his gift. He says it's for what she gave and then is sure to tell Tam that they are even. Tamlin tells Feyre he loves her as he places his glowing hand upon her chest. Chapter 46. Everything is black for Feyre, but golden light grows in this darkness. She awakens gasping for air. She's lying on the cold floor, no longer broken and in pain. She realizes she is in the throne room still, and alive, and the memory of what she had done had come back. She goes to push up off the floor and notices her skin is different now, her hands too. She is strong, fast, sleek. She is high fee. What had they done? Tam tells her it was the only way they could save her. She looks around to find Amarantha, and her ass is completely defeated. She turns to look at Tam, and for the first time, she sees her boo without his mask. He was exactly as she dreamed him to be. She studies his face, possibly to paint it. She places her hand on Tam's chest and now feels a beating heart. Sometime later, Feyre and Tam are finally alone, and he is healing the remainder of her wounds. Feyre is haunted by the fact that she had killed two fairies. She remembers how the adder and other bad fairies fled. Rissan had disappeared too. All other fairies at the spring court showed their appreciation to both Tam and Feyre. What followed were many meetings for the high lords with Lucian and the spring court high fae. All this is going on while Feyre is struggling to accept all her changes. Sense of smell, hearing, sight. Finally, Tam notices her struggle and he takes her to a quiet room. What do you think of this scene mm. my thing was he, he didn't seem to like listen to her to see that she's having problems he's already moving on to like make plans for the future well she was the one who created their future and he's disregarding her her issues mm-hmm. yeah it's just a sign of it's foreshadowing of what is to come you we know love that foreshadowing i mean it really is it, it's foreshadowing of how things are gonna be when we get to the next book He's only, like, making sure that she's healthy, you know? Like, yeah. she's unharmed. That's it. That's that's what we call medical model thinking, you know? Mm. We're just going to get them better. We're not going to think about, you know, their overall, you know, their life, if their life has improved. And, or mental health. Right. So, if you were to become high fae, what would you hope would be one of your changes? I think I would work on the divide between the fae and the humans. That's uh, funny. I was going to say long legs. 
Uh, I'm on I was, the ice. Uh, I was going to say something similar. I was like, mm, I think I would like to have longer legs. I didn't know we were talking about looks. Uh, I mean, because, I guess, she, because she changed and her senses changed. I'm like, well, if I could get longer legs. I mean, I've spent an eternity with these short legs. Can I please have longer ones? Oh, you know Can what? I please finally stop buying short leg pants? The, yeah, that, yeah, that. And um, I think I would like to have perfect eyesight. I would like to not need contact. Tam thanks Pharaoh for all she had done, asking how he could ever repay her. She tells him there's no need. She's really tearing herself apart for the things she had to do to get where they are right now. He tells her that they will find their way out of the bargain with Resand. And then they get all sexy. Mm-hmm. And Farah distracts herself from the torment with carnal pleasure. And that's exactly what it is. A distraction. Yeah. Yep. Hours later, Farah awakes and leaves Tamlin in bed. She pads through the place knowing who has summoned her. She makes it out onto a balcony off the mountainside and is blinded by the light. She had lost track of the time of day. She hears Rhysand's chuckle. He's got his membranous wings out. But otherwise, Julia's like new himself. Word. Okay, so Zan's watery bells is my <laughs> membranous wings. New yeah. favorite phrase. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's got his membranous wings out, but otherwise looks like himself. She asks him what he wants, and he tells her just to say goodbye before her beloved whisks her away forever. She reminds him of the week, a month that they have. Farah asks why. Meaning, why the hell did he help her? And Reese tells her that he didn't want to be known for standing on the sidelines through all this hell. And he didn't want her to fight or die alone. She thanks him and asks if he's going to fly alone, but he tells her he'd save that for another time. She said he never mentioned he loved flying, and he replies saying that things he loves tend to be taken from him. So he keeps quiet about them. Reese asks Farah how it feels to be high fae. She tells him that although a lot has changed, her heart was still human. And that human heart couldn't come to grasps with the fact that she killed to get where she is. She would have found it easier if her heart had changed also. He tells her to be glad of her human heart. Reese gets ready to leave, saying goodbye, when all of a sudden he goes still in shock. She tries to ask what the heck, and he vanishes before she can. When reading this, did you think some sort of explanation was missing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was still a tiny bit of story left, so I was like, uh, what the heck? I mean, did I miss a paragraph? <laughs> yeah. It was the the equivalent of like, you know, how when you're talking to somebody on the phone and uh, you're about to hang up and they know that you're about to hang up. And right when you are clicking, clicking that red button to hang up, she's like, like, wait. <laughs> Or like you're on FaceTime and she's like, but what did? And then you're like, huh? Like you're like, I I already hung up. Do you ever call her back or do you just like say, well, she really needs anything. She'll text me. It depends on what kind of day it is. If it's a a guilt Wednesday, then I will call her back. If it's a guilt is not winning today, I will not call back. Guilt Wednesday. I always thought it was like wine Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Before leaving home, the other High Fae and Tamlin destroy Amarantha's court. Amarantha's body was to be hauled off and burned, but there was no trace of the ring or finger bone. Who do you think made off with Jurian? You already know my answer. What? Who? 
<laughs> oh no way! I was gonna say oh, that. The I, was adder. Just, I was gonna say the adder. The adder took it. Totally. And like, he's like, "Here, my precious." <laughs> <laughs> the eye fairy. Sorry. Like, Look oh. at me! Look at me! Did you say Lucian because he wanted <laughs> for a prosthetic? Wow. You're so messed up. Now it just clicked in my head. Like <laughs> I was just saying. No, he's got a cyborg eye. He he doesn't need it anymore. They walk home to the spring court and are greeted by the sight of Alice with her boys. She had lots to think about, Vera. But now they were just going home. So that's how it ends. But question, mm. what would be the first thing you do when you return to the spring court? Take a nap. Then? Oh, I would take a bath. <laughs> I was thinking I'll either take a bath or eat that food, man. They said that it was really good. And they had that chocolate tort. Like, I'm, I'd oh, be all about yeah. that. You know, Like, Alice, you take this from me. I will kill you. I'm, also, Alice. I am high fee now. <laughs> also, Alice. Braid my hair. Uh, Scratch my scalp. Braid my hair. Oh, I know. Yeah. You will do what whatever I want. Give I me want. a massage. Give me a massage. Exactly. Body massage, head massage, scalp, whatever. Hand massage. You will. Yeah. I need it all. Just touch you me. Hold me your life. Do not talk to me the way you have been talking to me, Alice. <laughs> She's in crackers. This girl's getting crazy with her little flower crown. I'm just saying. Did you know that a flower crown could be a weapon? (laughs) (laughs) So what would be a good closing song if this were a movie? I thought of Take Me to Church by Hoysier. Because the lyrics where he says, I'll worship like a dog at a shrine of your lies. Mm. And um, I'll tell you my sins so you can sharpen your knife. Offer me my deathless death. Uh, oh God, let me give you my life. Okay, I was gonna say that nothing's gonna stop us now. <laughs> I love you. That eighty song. It would be "Look What You Made Me Do" by Taylor Swift. And oh my God, you trouble. guys already know my comment. <laughs> F that. Boom. Just kidding. And then it would be "I Knew You Were Trouble." Whenever she sees Roseanne show up at her cell. <laughs> Is that another Taylor Swift song? Yes. yes. Can you stop? She's a Swiftie. And then at the <laughs> beginning of the next book is going to be Tolerated. By? By Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. <laughs> and okay. y'all Swifties okay, will know what um, I'm talking about. So, guys, we are looking for a third witch. <laughs> um, so, if you would like to apply, go ahead and send it to our email, 3whiningwitches at gmail.com. So, any questions, comments, advice can be sent to our email, 3whiningwitches at gmail.com with the number three. <laughs> we could be followed on Instagram, TikTok, at 3whiningwitches. Please send us any kind of questions that you may have or maybe even answers or suggestions for what to consider when we do have any future podcasts also please give us a five star review on spotify and on the other podcast platforms that we are a part of we are on on almost all of the the platforms that you could possibly find us on so please go on there and give us a five star rating and uh, just you know let other people know about the podcast and if you enjoy it please let us know until next time see you later witches toodles (laughs) 